Hello and welcome to this bite-sized edition of On The Whistle. I'm your host, Zain Nabi, and joining me to go boom, 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 like the fastest penalty taker in the world is Manning Rages legend, PSL winner, the best under 50 player you'll find this side of Essex, Courtney Freeze. How are you doing, big man? Zane, I'm doing quite well at the moment. I didn't play this weekend. Uh, I've got a slight cough uh, tear in my right leg. We lost 5-2. The manager's not happy that I've not played. <laughs> um, you know, I'm the difference creator, uh, the goal creator, the moment divider. Uh, so my team keeps losing as I don't perform. Okay. I, I was a right back and a really bad right back. So I'm trying to get your role in the team. Like, would you say you were like uh, Carl's Puyol? Would you say you were like uh, Virgil van Dijk? Would you say you were like a Thiago Silva? A Cafu, um, a Roberto Carlos. What kind of a defender were you? Well, it's very easy, Zen, and, and I don't want to shoot for the top, but I'm going to go for Franz Beckenbauer. Hey! Honestly, roll the ball out. You could play me sweeper in central defense, sweeper in central midfield, or sweeper up top. I, I could play in all three positions very comfortably. I don't want to say I can play, Zane, but I can. <laughs> the, only person, the only person that didn't know I could play was Gordon Ingerson. He also didn't know David Mudise couldn't play. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Well, listen, for those of you listening out there, tell us if you think Courtney Freeze is our Franz Beckenbauer of the podcast. If you want to find us, we're at OTW underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Or search for our Facebook or YouTube page page. We love to hear from you guys at OTW underscore podcast or on the whistle podcast. Come find us, come talk to us. Let us know what's cooking around your bride. Courtney, we're going to keep it nice and simple today. We had the Soweto Derby, one of the biggest games um, in the in African football. Definitely the biggest game in the South African calendar. When it comes to Gavin Hunt, who was in our pod, our most recent pod. If you haven't listened to that, go back into the archives, listen to it. It's vintage Gavin. But in the build-up to this colossal clash between Chiefs and Pirates, he remarked that for the last month, we've been seeing adverts on TV for this game. <laughs> and he said, why can't we see Supersport versus Stellenbosch? Which in many ways talks to how we maybe should market the PSL, make it more broad, but also I think is a nod to how this game, like Barcelona, Real Madrid, or, or Boca versus River Plate, um, any of those big rivalries, um, or any of those, you know, major derbies that split a city. They, they they have a lot of following and a lot of people who want to know what goes on. Liverpool, Everton, Manchester United, Man City at the minute. Um, or Manchester United versus Liverpool, even though it's not a derby. We know the rivalry is so steep uh, and, and rich in history. Courtney, what a cracking goal to win the game from Mart. Give me your give me your hot take there. An unbelievable strike, Zane. The most important thing about firstly is the goal involves quite a few things. You've got to see the goal, firstly, before hitting it. Then you've got to have the ability to execute it. And, and also, it's the weight of the pass because a lot of players could hit that type of uh, goal but clear the goal as well. So it had all the elements of L. David Beckham, L. Wayne Rooney, L. Luis Suarez. Just an unbelievable strike. Precious situation and not an ordinary football game. 
big moments have big men step up and do amazing things. And we saw that from Mart. What a strike to give Kaiser Chiefs, the Amakorsi, a 1-0 win. Um, but that goal also, Courtney, I know you've been watching back and, and you have some thoughts about whether it should have stood. Well, Zane, if you just give me a moment, and I, this is just me putting out my Andy Gray-esque, Jamie Carragher-esque, uh, I'd like to... Um, <laughs> like to share with you my analysis of the game of the goal so um as you can see the goal is coming up Kaiser Chiefs on the attack again it was a high octane game but there is the moment there is and I'm just gonna pull it back a second here Zane just a second that's gonna to be play. a straight up foul from what we see right there right Courtney? from what we see it is a foul just before the ball is collected so there we go ball gets collected Keegan Dolly fouls him but my problem with this is not about the foul only. Look at where South Africa's most experienced referee is in relation to that foul. The He's on the scene of the crime. At the scene of the crime with his hands looking at the action. No player in the way blocking his sight. How does he miss that? So... If I'm the Pirates manager, I'm I'm admiring the Kaiser Chiefs goal. Unbelievable strike. But that's a foul. Now, do you need VAR for that? No, you don't need VAR for that. No, and He's standing the right Soccer League does not have VAR. <laughs> and, and let's not talk about VAR like it's this huge success. The technology is the success. The inconsistency is the humans that use it. But from this point onwards, it's just about excellence. He takes it within his own half and he wow. strikes it. He strikes Beautiful. it like Andre Pollard at Loftus Fersfeld. <laughs> so he kicked it like the South African fly half. Beautiful. An be absolute wonderful goal uh, and a fitting way to win a Soweto Derby in the 70th minute, especially when you come on as a substitute. I just thought a wonderful occasion. But the game, the game had all the elements, Zane. It had high octane, back in front. Personally, I think the Pirates goalkeeper, help me with the name, please. The Pirates goalkeeper took to the field Mpochane. Mpochane. I thought he was excellent on the day. And I, I thought Kaiser Chiefs could have probably run out 3-0 winners. But that's not the story of the day for me, Zane. The story of the day was the build-up to the game. And I think this is where uh, our... Previous guest, Gavin Hunt, has a lot of correctness in what he was saying. The pre-game um, media show, how they were interviewing all the fans prior to the game. I, I was just excited to watch this game. You know, you have multiple interviews going on, Disky TV. It just felt like the country stopped to watch this game. That should happen for all football games, Zane. And that will just raise the level across the country. The disappointing thing about the game, the stadium wasn't full, Zane. Our best stadium in the country, I believe personally, in Johannesburg, stadium wasn't full. So, you know, with all that publicity, with all that notoriety and these great teams on show, and you must remember last week, who did Orlando Pirates beat convincingly? Sundowns. Where are the supporters? It's a good question because it is cooking in the Slavian Soccer League at the minute. Courtney, we'll leave it there on the Soweto Derby. Thank you for your analysis. The next question is to go to Liverpool, another of your passions. Outside of your wife, your child, I'm sure that's probably number three on the list. Um, but 
I mean, what is going on at Anfield? Come on. There's just at the moment, firstly, there are fantastic players at Liverpool. Um, I think the break has been too short for Liverpool. What we did over the last two seasons, where we've ran City so close to trying to win this league, the efforts that has been put in. And in our team, Zane, Liverpool have had five or six guys who have consistently performed, not inconsistently, consistently performed for 92, 95% of the season, every game, a dip had to come. A dip had to come. I was thinking, when is this going to happen? This blip is going to happen. People like Trent Alexander-Arnold, who from the age of 19 up till now has just been excellent. People like Virgil van Dijk, who's never put a foot wrong, come back from an ACL injury. People like uh, Mohamed Salah, who scores when he wasn't supposed to score stupid goals and got four goals in certain games. Jordan Henderson playing out of his skin, no injuries. Uh, Ali, uh, Alison Becker, our goalkeeper. Um, Andrew Robertson at left back, you know. Um, Joel Matip. It's just, the list just goes on and on. Bobby Firmino. The time had to come where the team collectively went through a dip. We need the World Cup more than ever, if I'm saying. We need the World Cup more than ever. Here's a statistics for you, Zane. Here's one. In the 70th minute yesterday, against Leeds United. Leeds had run six kilometers further than Liverpool. Now there's a stat. Now what does that say to you? It says multiple things. Leeds are in form, which they are not. Leeds are hungrier, which they are. Liverpool are off form, which they are. Liverpool are fatigued, which they are. So it's, it's a very difficult thing. The frustrating thing about this whole movement is the call from a large section of our fans for FSG to leave the club. And do you think that'll come to fruition? It would be ridiculous if it comes to fruition. It would be ridiculous because ever since that group of men came into our club, they firstly saved the club from being dissolved, liquidated, going there would have been no Liverpool if these guys didn't come into the club. And what do they then do? They bring in a young manager, then an experienced manager, then they go for the top of the pedigree. I think how many people were chasing Jurgen Klopp? Just look at it from that point of view. Who was chasing Jurgen Klopp? Man City, Man United. They were chasing him. Arsenal, they were chasing him. He came to Liverpool, who were eighth in the Premier League, with Mario Bellateri and, and Ricky Lambert up front. That's who he came to, you know. We had nothing to offer this man. And since he's come, he's brought with him trophies. So let's just take a seat here. The manager is, is a fantastic manager. Give him his due. He's done a good job. Let him have his period of... Now is his period to coach the team and just get us through this blip. Like I'm saying, we just need the World Cup. The World Cup is two games away for us. So I, I can potentially see us losing to Spurs. Spurs are a fantastic team. And losing our last game doesn't matter. Does not matter. We'll come back stronger and better after this break.
Well, listen, we certainly will be back stronger and better next week. Hopefully a few more people around the braai. Courtney, fantastic just chewing the cud with you on this bite-sized pod. I hope you have a good week, my friend, and uh, we will be in touch. Zane, just before we go, just for our fans, we want to tee up something for Wednesday coming up, our next podcast. We're interviewing the highly influential, very charismatic, very opinionated David Mudise. Now, our fans out there will know David Mudise was the player to take over the uh, the mantle at Kaiser Chiefs after the great Dr. Kamala went, went to Kaiser Chiefs, won a title, and then the mighty Maulers uh, purchased David Mudise. He is now our next guest on our show. An amazing booking. We look forward to talking with him. Um, so guys, hit us up if you have any questions for David. Um, hit our social media up, OTW underscore podcast at Twitter and on Instagram. All right, Courtney, we'll see you for the pod soon. Um, always fantastic catching up with you, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.